Finding love in the new year. It's a lot of people's resolution. This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung and I am single. I'm Tom McGuire and I'm married happily. Happily married. <laughs> Almost forgot. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm, sorry. This is Allison Collins and I'm happily divorced. Yeah, a dynamite intro, I will say, to start <laughs> off this episode. Nailed it. <laughs> the Smart Dating Academy said that this is the busiest time for online dating uh, because a lot of people will make resolutions to say, let's fall in love, let's find love. You know, that kind of thing. Beth has been on her phone a ton lately, and now I, now I get it. Well, it was probably after the episode that aired. Yes. Uh, yeah. She decided, maybe I should update my profile. Who would maybe I? I? Maybe I can do better. <laughs> when, I was, when I was still married and online dating started, Max suddenly goes, I wonder who would be matched with if we were on that. Which is probably what Beth is. Yeah, honey, we should try just for fun. I I remember this was a couple years ago. There was a conversation with a married couple where they they had they had decided, or I don't know, I don't think they decided. They had just talked about, oh, I wonder who would get more matches, mm-hmm. you or me. And I remember sitting. This was before dinner. And I said, "That sounds like an awful idea. I don't think you should do it." And then a couple of years ago, I just happened to be flipping through Bumble, and I saw the girl's profile. Really? <laughs> I don't know if she. I, I I have never seen her in. Oh, I I should say I haven't seen her in a couple of years, so I have no. So idea. you think they're divorced, or you? Think- I'm guessing they are. I don't have a real way there, of finding out. There were no out. signs, just like mine. There were no signs. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the Pina Colada song? Sure. Yes. You've listened to the words of that song, right? Yes. They and basically I like each have a, an ad in the seventies, have a personal ad, right? And they match with each other, right? So. And then they lived happily ever after. Yeah, they decided. You know. I think. You <laughs> know, destiny. I I listen to that song and I always think I don't like Pina Coladas and I like yoga, so he just wouldn't like me. No, but you love long walks. Uh, on the in the rain or the beach or what do they do on that song? Mm, a few um, pina coladas. Getting get caught, caught in the rain. Getting caught in the rain. Not long walks. Caught yeah. in the rain. Who doesn't love getting caught in the rain? I mean, I don't have half a brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but I digress. <laughs> but no, it just reminded me of that, like that that we would go out and try to like f- just for fun. See how many matches. I kind of want to find out if they are together. That I'm gonna. That, all right, I'm gonna use my investigative journalism skills here and find out if that couple actually um, are divorced, or if it was just a game. Are there swingers? Hmm. Well, there could be signs of that too. I don't know. Wait, I did you know. swipe on her? No. Anybody you know, you always swipe left. <gasps> um, my good friend that's back on the dating apps, Amy. Uh. She got matched with a guy we teach with. Oh wow! Which he so, sent both swiped right. Yes. Oh man, that so always swiped left. He's new to the school, so uh, they were like messaging. And he's new to the school, and he, he you didn't pick him up. That's like your <laughs> thing, right? Um, he's not really my type. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, um, they matched. They matched, and uh, they were messaging back and forth. And she's like, "All oh, right, don't you work at you know where we work?" And he goes, oh, I thought you looked familiar. And he said, if this is weird for you, we can just end it and call it good. And she's like, I don't find this awkward at all. Well, big hmm. schools are different, too. Like, I went to a small school, but I, like, found out recently, like, a friend of mine teaches at a school, and there's, like, 40 science teachers or something. Yeah. So it's, like, not like a small school where everybody knows everybody. Yeah. I teach at a school where there's 200, and because uh, I teach a specialized, I teach, you know, 
exceptional 200 needs. 200 teachers? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I don't hang out with everybody. Yeah, that's different at big You're schools. You're not going to run into them in the hallway? We're not going to trade lesson plans with, you know, the You're biology gonna, teachers. You don't watch the, the lunch as that happens? Um... You're not, you're not yes. lunch monitors, I guess? I am supposed to be a lunch monitor, but if we bring this up and my boss listens to this, I'm going to be in big trouble. I don't know. All right. Well, the other part of um, the Smart Dating Academy, what they were saying was not only is this a busy time for people to get on the apps, but the question came up. Kind of, and I thought this was kind of interesting. I don't know how you test this because, uh, but anyway, they said that they kind of gave age range for apps, and they broke it down like this: If you're in their in your twenties, you should be on Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, and Tinder. Thirties and forties on Match, which I think is a little ridiculous because I don't know anybody that's just on Match. Uh, and then they say fifty plus is eHarmony is a good one. For you, I, I I don't know how you really test that out, but but they also said that you shouldn't be on maybe more than one or two, which I think that makes sense. Otherwise, you kind of get overloaded. Yeah, why spread yourself uh, thin if you don't need to? The age range thing, I I didn't even know Match.com was still a thing. Other well, than I see the I mean, commercials, it's all, apps. it's all apps. Yeah, but I don't know anyone. It's not like it used who to talks be. about it. Like you, when you talk about apps or Allison. Or a couple other friends who are out out there in the on the apps, none of them ever say they're on Match. I I, I one of my uh, good friends from high school met her husband. Although this was probably four years ago, they got married. Actually, Allison, we went to their wedding. <laughs> Come to think of it, best wedding ever. Uh, <laughs> I was, was an amazing fun. date. I was no just kidding. That was that was a fun wedding. Yes, was it was. Wedding. It was a good. It was a good wedding. Yeah, no, they met on Match. I don't know if it was the old school one or if it was the app. I'm gonna guess it was the old school one where you had to actually go onto the website and that kind of stuff, and you get notifications through email. I think she told us this story, and I think it was the app. No, it was. They must have been early adopters of the app. I would assume so. That long ago, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, it wasn't that long ago. Four. Five, well, they married four years ago, then had to meet. Five years ago, at least. Yeah, I think Six, they dated for, seven. for a good year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think Coffee Meets Bagel is for people in their 20s. I don't either. That, to me, kind of felt like that, I mean, that was an odd I just had lunch with that. a friend, and she was just complaining about it because it's very odd. Like, you gain coffee beans for the amount of usage. and Or you could buy more coffee beans, and the coffee what does beans, that do? they get you more matches per day. Oh, they Oh, so it's a slow dating thing. Well, kind of, but she's... Uh, they send you they, possible matches. You don't swipe. They send you five possible matches, um, but sometimes she said she'd only get three. But they'd say, you know, if you ba- pay for more beans, you'll get more matches. Oh, so it's free unless you want a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. I see. And she was not pleased with who she was being matched with. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with any of this garbage. Yeah, so she, I feel like it's did all she garbage. get off the app though. <laughs> Um, she did, but she just got off of it like very recently. She's gonna make a new game plan. Hmm. I'm not for sure. For 2019, um, to yes. fit into our yeah. yeah our show, finding love in 2019. I feel like, um, no offense to Smart Dating Academy, I bet they're excellent matchmakers and helping people get their profiles up and running. They should probably sponsor the show, really. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure there's actual data. To back up, um, I guess, I'm not sure there's I research guess I read the, or I read anything. the story, and it kind of just made sense. 
logically that a lot of people are like, hey, I'm going to get on this. This is how I'm going to do it. I mean, I guess I decided when I decided to finally get on the apps, it was it's like I hadn't dated anybody for a while. And I was like, yeah, or hadn't met anybody in real life in a while. I, I don't know if I was trying so much, but I said, well, yeah, I'm going to give this a shot. I mean, I always think like, I mean, like resolutions. I want to find love in 2019. But I got like, I'd love to see the numbers on like, you know, when the weather starts getting better and people want to go out more. Is there a spike in online dating activity then also? And is it on par with the spike no, around I now? Would say, I would say that there would, I think it would go back to cuffing, actually. Um, people want to just uh, find somebody for, for the winter. I think, I think there's probably more activity in the winter than there is summer because more people are out. And the chances of actually meeting somebody are greater in the summertime than they are in the wintertime. Trying to think of the like people I've met in real life and actually gone out on dates like more than one. I don't know if there really is a time period, like a season, perhaps. Allison, um, I, I don't think I have. I don't know. I guess fall is my season. But my mother, uh, we were coincide with the school year. <laughs> we were out with people, and someone asked if I was dating anyone. And my mother's like, "Yes, are you dating anyone?" And I was like, "No." She wanted to know what I was doing for the next year in order to make what I'm going to change in my life. Your mother, or yes. oh, okay. What did you tell her? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> was she? Was I think she somebody pleased uh, with maybe, that answer. Uh, maybe you need to change your attitude, uh, young lady. I know. Well, I did. Um, <laughs> I did this very um, uh, scientific test on Facebook the other day, and it says, what is your word for 2019? And it's love. Hmm. It says, Allison, 2019 will be a year of incredible joy and love. You've That's made it- from Facebook? Yes. Mark he- Zuckerberg? Yes. He knows me. <laughs> well, he probably does, actually. They, they probably <laughs> know everything about you. I know. Um, anyway, uh, I think my mother planted that on Facebook. Anyway, she would like me to make like conscious choices to, you know, find a plan. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're afraid that I'm gonna like end up. Put yourself out there, Alex. Well, I mean, you have said that you have no interest in getting married anytime soon. Not that. Nope. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could see why your mother and father might think that. Uh yeah, I, I guess that follows. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is, even if you get married. You'll still be divorced, so we can still do the show. Right. Eric, you're the only one who has to be alone for the rest of your life, I, I'm afraid. You know, I'll do was, it for the show. That was I'll holding me back. Now I, can, now I can date. Yeah, you're free. Go. You're free. Me, on the other hand. Yeah, you're up the creek, buddy. Sorry. Yeah. Destined to live alone <laughs> forever. All right. Question number one. Um, if you resolve to find love in 2019... What should you do other than the apps? So really it goes back to Allison's like, how do you quote unquote, I made the joke about put yourself out there, but like, how do you put yourself out there? It's an interesting question other than just trying to be open right, and friendly and like, I don't know. How do you meet people? That is a great question. I mean, we, we did talk about that one woman that kind of had baby steps and just kind of started starting conversations with people. Yeah, that's right. Practice on anyone. Right. Male or female. Just yeah. start smiling at people and having... Especially people that yeah. were meant that uh, are paid to be nice to you, too. As a little warm-up. Yeah, that's right. I remember that article. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, when you haven't dated for a few months, I think... I mean, I know that, like, maybe I am complacent at the moment. Like, 
like it's easy not to date. So I guess I would have to. I mean, I think I'm choosing not to date at the moment. And mm-hmm. if I do want to date, I have to change. Well, I think there's also an element of if you live in a place where there's like if you live in Chicago where you know we record, I feel like just start going. I know like, oh, I don't want to meet people at bars. But guess what? That's one of the easiest places to do it. So just start going out on the weekends. Try to be friendly and available. So I go by myself to a bar. (laughs) You can bring friends with you. Bring your girls. Put the kids up on the stools. Keep going. Keep going. No, but I'm saying like that's one example. And you could still go to bars, and you do go to bars sometimes. You get nights out. Don't act like it's crazy. (laughs) But I feel like if you're in a small town with a smaller... Um, you know, you have less people to meet just by nature of where you live, and it, it does get more difficult. What do you do? I don't know. I mean, I think the holidays are usually a pretty good time to meet new people because generally you're going to parties or you'll go. Um, I, I mean, I didn't do this this year, but I have in the past where I will go with a friend of mine to one of their holiday parties, and then I'll meet people there. You know, sometimes I actually here's a here's here's an example. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to a Super Bowl party with uh, our friend Andrew, and I met a, a woman there and uh, talked to her, and ended up mm, kind of seeing her for a couple of months. Yeah, I think maybe like uh, I know there's the um, Chicago social, whatever what's it called, sport and social, and they'll do like, like the program. Like I know people that went to like oh we're gonna go mountain climbing. And they signed up for that, and they met people. Yeah, do like those kind of activity it's kind of, like a kind of singles things. Club kind yeah, almost of thing. like a singles club. But they do that with uh, athletic events or athletic activities during the summer, like beach volleyball. But then there's also those trips too that you can go on where they're just all singles. You can go to Europe, you can go to Peru, you can you know South America, I should say. Um, but I've never done that. But I do know I used to work with this guy. He met his wife on one of those trips. I know a guy who just went on one to Asia. Hmm. And it, I don't know if it was necessarily singles, but it was one of those like social trips. I didn't even knew about these. So I was in Europe once and I met a guy who's like, like he works his tail off and then buys these trips. And that's his whole life. He hmm. lives in Australia. He works, 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 saves up enough money, buys one of these trips where it's these social young, and excuse younger. And you just go like party with strangers for like, and they're long trips, some of them. And then he goes back to Australia and works until he makes enough money to do it again. And that's his life. I mean, the trips sound fun. I don't know if I want to hang out that with that many strangers, though. Yeah, I thought it was in, interesting. Uh, this guy loved him. Did him all the time. Um, have I told you guys who's been chosen as the uh, teacher chaperone to go to Europe this spring break? <laughs> you are going to Europe? Yes. Wow, where are you going? Um, we are doing Paris. Barcelona and wow. Madrid. I know. Wow, Barcelona and Barth- Madrid are it's beautiful. Bar- Barcelona. Bar- Barcelona. 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 Uh, anyway, they think I'm responsible enough, so I win. Have they listened to the show? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we need to get them on the uh, on the list, on the Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter, all that stuff to it's make sure they know. Yeah. But no, that sounds awesome. That's yeah. really cool. But are you going with anybody you don't know? Or you just plan on going over there and possibly meeting a European gentleman? Right, yes. A That's European, what you're hoping for? Yes. Well, yeah, there's like seven teachers. I know them all and they're all wonderful. Um, and we're all friends. But, um, and then like 40 
or 45 students. That'll be fun. It's a lot of responsibility, Allison. Um, I've gone, <coughs> I went I'm camping. Gonna, I went camping with these students. I'm not going to have to do any news stories, like real news stories on this, am I? No. 45 <laughs> kids go, 42 make it back. You know what? <coughs> Even though I can be goofy, I am neurotic enough, like when I'm in charge of other people's children, that when I went camping with them, they're like, yeah, we're in bed. Like, could you please stop knocking on our door so we go to sleep? And I'm like, okay, bye. Anyway, sorry. No, no. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to find fantastic. my European boyfriend. Right. That's it. I mean, that'll only be a week, right? Um, it is eleven days. Oh, eleven days. Yeah, for that. Well, many stops I mean, only need, only like, a couple a couple of days in each city. Then, so right. yeah. I mean, you could you could really. What if he wants to really follow me in. from Paris to Barcelona? To Madrid. I mean, I think you, they could just hop on a train. Be pretty quick. Well, I think I we think have a plan. Are, I think planes are cheap. Oh, I think my mother's going to be very happy with this plan. This is yes. <laughs> now you have a plan to tell her. Perfect. And I've been taking a dream with no single married divorce solving problems, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do each and every week from the beautiful studios in downtown Chicago, Illinois. Allison, you're not as excited anymore. Um, Did we put too much pressure on you now? You have to find a European boyfriend. No, uh, no, I'm very excited, but now I have to tell my mother that there's a plan, and she, you know, so she's going to expect Spanish. I, I go with a Spanish gentleman, I think. Really? Yeah, I've been taking Spanish lessons, so it would be nice to have someone to practice mm. uh, with. Well, what about like a yellow vest? I mean, they're all over Paris. Yeah. You know, their protests are kind of hot, right? O- over the... Yeah, I mean, they, they turn over cars, and I is mean... It, is it over the gas tax? Uh, well, they... Uh, uh, Macron rolled that back but they're still uh fighting for a number of other issues but you know what they're putting themselves out there and they're getting (laughs) off their couch and they're getting on the real world and they're meeting people and that's what it's all about see the way i take it right back to the question yeah yeah way to Uh, stay on topic right way to take us back yeah i don't have a plan either i don't have any european trips either can i tag along um, no, I had to get fingerprinted Ooh, and... I definitely don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, I, I am out. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what else you do other than go to parties, meet, try and meet people through I mean, other people. The I fact mean, is if you want to date, you date. And I think that you have to be in the mindset like, yeah, okay, I'm ready. Or I want to. Yes. You have to go out and be social, whether it's at a bar or at an activity or at church or wherever people are. You have to go and you have to not be lazy if you be engaged. You oh, to, I think you, you also know. have to have the courage to... Oh, definitely. ...to hear no. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was... It always was... Uh, I mean, it's a it's a numbers game. Eventually, somebody's going to say yes, you've, right? You've heard no a lot in the past, haven't you? I've we all have. That. <laughs> the way you were talking, you made like you oh. like went into this like <laughs> you really have to you know it's numbers game like so I said you no I mean no. I think I um I think generally I I kind of feel most of the time the answer is going to be no well I think no on the apps happens a ton and then no in real life is just harder because it's like you're you know there's a more in- personal interaction obviously hmm. All right. Well, Allison's got a plan. I've obviously got to come up with a plan. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out for you. All right. I need you guys to map that out before next <laughs> week. I'd appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, that moves us on to the dating story. And we had talked about this 
uh, before Christmas was whether or not you should text an ex and what was kind of some of the signs that it was okay and some of the signs that it wasn't. You know, one of the signs that it wasn't or that you shouldn't do it is if you hope that there may still be something there uh, or one of the reasons why you should do it is that you definitely know that you're you're in the friend zone and there's no feelings between either of you. Allison mm. <laughs> did get a text from an ex over the holidays. First, yeah, tell us tell us about the ex. Give us a little background here. Um, the ex is a very nice person. How long did you date? Um, Let me guess. Uh, I'm going to go between three and six months. I know. I feel like that. <laughs> And then uh, I'm going to guess that you broke up with them. Is that right? Uh, it's true. Okay. Yep. Uh, what do I win? Uh, <laughs> I win the story. All right. Sorry, Allison. It is not. It is not Eric. He did not reach out. Um, no, uh, he was super nice. Um, and he recently, like all of a sudden I got a notice on Instagram for that he wanted to follow me. And that if someone follows you, you follow him back. I think more as a, I mean, he's a nice person. It's like, I don't like him. So, and when we did this story before, I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, like reaching out over the holidays. Right. And then um, I got this message. It says, hey, exclamation point. I happen to be at the bar where you bartended in the city with another person's name. I'm not with that person's name. Just saying, S-A-Y-I-N. Happy New Year made me thought of you. This was at midnight. Hmm. I, I mean, just from your reading of it, I'm assuming you're reading it literally, which means that eh, maybe a drink or two. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, he's a very intelligent person, so ma- made me thought of you. Assures me that there were several drinks in the right. system. Was that midnight on New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's pretty uh May all the questions be forgot. So what was your initial... Did you get it right away or did you get it later? <laughs> no, I was... Uh, I... I was on. It was in Florida, and in the water with the kids all day. So I was asleep at midnight. Right. I well, it would have been. You must one, be ashamed of me. It would have been. It would have been one your time. So. Oh right. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> I don't know if this gives me. I mean, I feel like. Um, I think it was a well-executed, casual, like, "Hey, I happen to be at this place. Mm-hmm. Thought of you." Mm-hmm. But I think we all know the subtext is, you know, I love you. when are we getting married yes and how many kids are we going to have um this was a couple years ago we've been broken up have you heard from him in within those two years yes and were they all kind of similar texts we work in the same field Mm -hmm. so i see him at things every once in a while and then things are friendly yeah and he um he's the one that where i said you know he ran into some of my friends and was like oh my gosh i really miss hanging out with you guys Uh, can we all hang out they immediately texted me like, no. I mean, this right. is like pre-Caitlin, I feel like. I mean, it's like three. Mm-hmm. No, it's not pre-Caitlin. Where, where was she the night you were bartending? Honestly, I don't remember, but it wasn't pre-Caitlin, huh? You were there. No, I know. I was there. Bartending. Explain to people what you're, what you're talking about. Oh, here. I wasn't really bartending. I was, uh, there's a place in the city called Irish Eyes, and they'll let you go like, um, go in and bartend for the night and they actually have a real bartender that teaches you what to do but if you like help out with things they'll give a portion of the proceeds to whatever charity you want which happens to be my classroom (laughs) so that's why you were bartending so yeah so it's like pseudo bartending did you reply i did reply uh the next day and i wrote fun exclamation point and that's it 
yeah, I mean, I feel like if I were to continue the conversation and ask questions that I would lead him on. Right. So you think he definitely saw his feelings for you? Um, I know, yes. You yes. know he does? Yes. Okay. He has told people to feel me out, see if... Be interested in perhaps yeah. taking a call from him? A drink? Yes. Ah. And the answer is no. The answer is no. I mean... Uh, He's a nice guy, but you nice know... Nice guy. Not for me. Right. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I think you handled it just fine. I mean, I, I think if, if you're that friendly when you see each other and it's okay, not that friendly, but you know what I mean. But I mean, if I see him, I would hug him. Sure. Well, I mean, I think you had a reply. I mean, fun is kind of, I mean, I'm sure he probably, Tom, let me just get your opinion on this. What do you think he thought when he woke up the next morning and he opened up his phone? He's like, huh? So I sent that. Yeah. He's like, oh, dang it. Why do you do that for? But at least you replied, and fun's not a horrible. No, I mean, it's that's like, hey, fun. I think it's friendly. Like, yes, we are friends, and that's fun that you were at that bar and having a good time. Right, but it's at, also you know. very, very much saying, yeah, this isn't going anywhere. I think. I think know. it's definitely a friend it's very zone. Clear. I think it's, it's very clear. very clear. It's friend zoned. Right. Yeah, but I feel like I've done this before with him. Where? Yeah, he needs to stop. I think. Mm. I, mean, I hope you continue hard, to listen, like, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they're going to be friends, though, then there could be instances where you do communicate. But if you're but not going to be friends, see, I want to dive into that again. But uh, Okay, but I mean, this is a prime example, I think. I mean, yes, they are friendly. They are not friends, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he put himself out there, tried again, and got shot down, and hopefully yeah. now he moves on. Exactly. Let us know if he texts you again. Please. And we'll have Eric call him and <laughs> straighten him out about how, how the world works. Right. On the line we have. <laughs> well, now let us move on. Question number two. I work and my partner stays home with the kids and they still expect me to wake up with a baby on work nights. This seems wrong to me. Why? Um, I'm 100% in agreement. <laughs> The person who stays home during the week in our in my world and I know with some friends it operates the same way. If you're waking up to go to an office and the other person is the primary caregiver staying home, I mean I'm I'm on this person's side where like, hey listen, I have to wake up at six, get on the train and go to an office. So the way Beth and I did it was, you know, Sunday night through Thursday night, Beth would cover it and then Friday night and Saturday night when I could sleep, then I would cover it. When I'd sleep in and then have to wake up to the alarm. Um, so I think it makes perfect sense. I think there is an element where some people I know, some people are like, no, but I want to get up and I want to be a part of that experience overnights. And that's fine if that's the way you want to operate. But to me, it's like if one person is a primary caregiver staying home and they're going to be able to get some rest the next day, like the old rule is sleep when the baby sleeps, right? Well, if you're working a nine to five, you can't sleep when the baby sleeps. You're at work. So I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of saying, hey, listen, I got to get up. I don't think there's wrong with something having a conversation, but I mean, just having a, I don't know, I, I, just having a rule on it would be. I mean, I think if not that. Not necessarily it's a rule, but yeah, I, I don't know. If that works for you too. Yeah, then, then great. great. Um, but. I mean, how many times have you stayed with Caitlin all day through the night, then all day the next day, then through the night, and then been the, been the primary caregiver while Beth was gone? I don't know if I've ever. 
So those days are these days that don't end. Like, it's not like, oh, now I'm going to have lunch, and now I'm going to have some quiet time on the train, and now I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do... They are so long, and there's not, like, a start and an end. They just are. So I think sometimes, I know, like, midway through the week, I would be, like, almost in tears, like, can you please just do this tonight, because I am exhausted. Well, if there's a one-off, that's one thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's a general, you know... And just, I mean, just to follow up, I mean, how much sleep, I don't have a kid, but if I know anything from anybody that's ever told me about them is, you know, they wake up about every two to three hours, right? Well, it depends. It's very early. You're talking very early. But even then, they don't sleep that long, do they? Well, it depends. I mean, by a few months in, they should be going through the night, maybe up once. Through the night? Just can't I mean, up once. Through the night. Up up once, I said, up once. I mean, mostly through the night, up once. And I know, and I, we're not alone in this, you know, I want to call it a rule or whatever. We're not the only people who, like, the person no, no, who's no. waking I mean, up and going to work I think a lot of people did this the in the 50s. Who, I mean, <laughs> a number I'm of... I'm with Eric on this. A number of them did but this. But But I actually have real life examples. So, I, I So think, do I. Yeah. Like, it's a very common policy. Hey, are you just speaking anecdotally, or...? I'm speaking from a number of people who've been in the situation who have the same... Uh, believe have the same they work it out as a couple and that's what they do and if you ask me i mean i, I think mean if it, it makes works, perfect it, sense i mean that's where i think i have a little bit of issue with what you're saying it makes perfect sense i mean i think it's if it works me it makes right. perfect sense yeah yeah i think i think you i thought you were saying it generally well i think if again there's two roles in the family and they've been assigned and if somebody is the one again if so a lot of times i leave in the morning i'm leaving a house that everyone else is still sleeping Right, so that's why it works for us. I, I'm now I don't understand why you guys. I can't believe you guys think it's like that crazy of an idea that the person who I just is think working you're both every parents, day. That's all. I yeah, mean, and you both exactly. One parent's going to the office and earning the income, and one person's like if the harder job. It's definitely the harder job, but it you know it is the way it's divided. And then on the flip side. Yeah. I, I think you should always try to make it as even as possible, regardless. But like, what that if, is making it even. What if? Well, you just said one was harder than is much harder. Being a the stay-at-home parent is harder. It's a harder then job. Then why don't you try and help more? That's what I'm saying. If that's the harder job, I think you should try and make it. You're more taking even. one element of waking up overnight. I'm just and taking it that's in general. How, that's going to even thinking, everything out. I'm just taking it in general. I'm talking well, no, about. Not, we're talking about waking up in the middle of the night. No, I'm talking about in general. I'm not talking about what specific thing. I'm talking about in general. Yes, Beth has a harder job, and I help as much as I can. But I also have a 10-hour commitment Monday through Friday. And then when I don't have that commitment, I help out as much as I can. I'm not but saying you're wrong. But I also enjoy wrong. getting rest I'm, for that 10-hour commitment. Well, I'm sure Beth likes to rest, too. She does. And she, hey, this was a family. It's not just great. me forcing it. I, that's fine. I'm not saying that it doesn't work for you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, broadly speaking, I mean, uh, to me, if it works for you and that's the way you guys worked it out, then fantastic. But I, you know, as a general rule, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, I think it, Allison. Well, <clears throat> I guess I have two things. First off, I saw your wife today, and so I don't know if your daughter slept through the night or not, but I know that no, she. No, we were both. Uh, we wake up. You know, I was awoken last night by Caitlin. Because I know she didn't take a nap today because... <laughs> no, she doesn't I, anymore. I saw them uh, in the afternoon and they were, she had tried to put her down and that was a no-go. So what do you do then? Like, Well, now it's different. Caitlin's two and a half. I mean, so we're talking, 
you know, things have changed a little bit. There's no feedings anymore. There's somebody who goes and gets her, and she ends up in bed with us. And then Beth takes the brunt of it. Um, um, but then, like, what happens, like, when I was, when I had babies, I was working and he was working. So that's a 100% different situation. So then you have to make up your own policy. You, I like how flustered you are, though. You rotate. No, I just like the, the you know, like, like if you've never been in that situa- situation, it's hard to make general rules and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. No, I said if it um, works for you two, it works for you two. Yeah, and, right. if both working, both said that. and if you're both working, then you have to figure out your own thing. Does one person do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the other one, you know, so then every situation is different. This is a very specific question. My partner stays home with the kids. So still, I know yeah, a lot okay. of people in that situation. You're right. You're right. We did, we, did, we did broaden it out. You're right. We did broaden it out, the question in and of itself, which I don't think is a bad thing. So but it's like, hey, listen, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But I mean, generally, and guess, guess what? A lot of times the baby wants the primary, not the secondary. Unfortunately, well, and I, I think mean, that's that, the tough thing about it. I think that happens a lot, especially like when the like I have a good friend and she's the mom and she always she would always go, always go, and then she'd be like, "I'm so tired, I need a break." And so the husband would go, and the kid would be like, "No, I want the mom." And I was like, "Well, have him help out more in at the night, and then it won't be so bad." And then she gave me a dirty look, like that was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, I feel bad for Beth because a lot of times it's mama, mama, mama. Um, but now, like I said, I mean, Kayla's much older, so there's not a feeding anymore. There's not a diaper change. You know, there's basically, now she's, her, she's in a big girl bed. She just walks in the room, and then she jumps in the middle of the bed, and neither of us, we're not going to fight that battle right now. We let her, you know, she goes to bed in her bed. She ends up in ours almost almost every night. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to give you both 30 looks because we're going over time here. But I would love, we could put this question as we do every week. Tom usually posts a, a poll question. We'll have to work on it, the wording of it a little bit, but it'd be interesting to, to get people's opinions on this for sure uh, and their stories because I have a feeling, you know, like you said, there are a lot of people that, that fall um, under the same thing that you and Beth do. Yeah, um, well, I, so. when I first heard it, I thought like, oh, that's, that's crazy. And then I was in it. I'm like, this makes total sense. Well, I mean, this is, again, when this is that first year when there's more nighttime Right. Activities. Well, I, you've stated your case, Tom. Yeah. No, I'm right. just saying it's you know. I, <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Single Married Divorce. Next week, we're going to talk about a new dating trend called U turning. We'll explain what that is and have so much more. That'll be next week on Single Married Divorce. For Allison and Tom, I am Eric Rung. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>